Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Mighty Mr. Menagerie, or... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> For reference, for the last five minutes, I have had the Pokemon theme song going in my head as a dramatic reading. I just wanted you all to know how as... to be exactly <laughs> and, uh, with that out of the way now that we're all on the same page uh tonight we're going to be doing two hours of wild beyond the Witchlight as our characters have entered motherhorn i'll leave helena to tell you a little bit more about what's happening with that followed by a brief break and hank back in the dm seat for chapter 12 of candlekeep mysteries which is mm, cast what's the name of the book no no don't <laughs> for everyone! The, the Curious Tale of Osteria Vale. Ooh, right. Like sounds it. like a horror it story. It took me just up until like this morning to realize that it rhymes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's probably on purpose. And for anyone who's jealous of where we live being this beautiful desert paradise, like, it only rained when we were walking from our cars to Coulter's house. But it it poured rain, and then as soon as we were all in here and sitting down yes. and like drying off, it stopped. Yeah. <laughs> for, for anybody uninitiated with Arizona, we have these things called monsoons <laughs> that happen for a couple weeks once a year, usually late July. Uh, and it means that every afternoon it rains for about a half an hour and then stops. Yeah. But like intense rain. Very intense rain, yes. Or only in certain parts of the say, you're certain parts of town, this guy just spits on you for a yes. minute. And then other times it's a deluge. So my husband got it five minutes before me and texted me it's pouring. And then yep. about five minutes later it was pouring. Yep. Too. Yep. My husband yesterday uh, he was coming home from work and he was like it is a torrential downpour and like I go outside and it's bone dry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The desert is a fun and strange place. Yeah. Also, did you change your shirt in the last thirty seconds? I did. Okay. Yes. Don't wear light colors on stream. It's it's rough. He wants to be the. <laughs> oh, <best>. I'm. <laughs> I'm wearing all the colors. <laughs> this was your role. <laughs> well, not when it's, that was back when our old camera setup, where oh. it was at an angle to where your belly was just right there. <laughs> See, I still have that problem. <laughs> Whatever lie. you do, don't go back and watch Osrin or World of Darkness or the old ones, because like, but do go well, back and watch. watch them. Yeah. <laughs> but only the episodes where I'm wearing a dark colored shirt. <laughs> Speaking of things that happened in the past. What did happen last week, Alina? We were all asleep in a cave, and Jilcher was like, oh boy, I don't know what to do. And then a guy shows up, Molliver, he's like, yo, what's up? And she's like, so my friends are asleep, could we maybe wake them up? And he's like, well, I don't know, I'm friends with the Briganox, they live here, Uh, what are you doing here? And we're like, we're just passing through, we want to get to the hag. He's like, I trust you. So he wakes us all up. Um, he's like, yeah, the Briganox don't like the hag either. They got her architect. They got, she's got their architect and slavery's wrong. Um, so he's like, you got to go to Obud, our kind of patriarch, just the oldest Brigand, Brigadoon. Yep. And, uh, get his permission to go to Motherhorn. We're like, sure. We charm everyone we meet. So we go to that. We start. <laughs> yeah. Purple. It's a fine line. Um, so we head that way, and then all of a sudden it's like, we gotta go on a rickety bridge over a chasm where bad dreams are thrown into, and we're like, this is par for the course. Evil wishes. It's even worse than bad dreams. It's just a pit <laughs> of ill will. Corrupted <laughs> wishes. It turns out the Briganox mine wish stones, which 
come into existence by other beings and other worlds wishing for things. If it's a good wish, it's a pretty stone. If it's a bad wish, it's a corrupted stone. They throw it away. Otherwise, they use place. them. Otherwise, they use them to build buildings, which is like okay, cool. <laughs> so I, mean, I would use pretty stones to build buildings. I'm just saying. Sure, if I had an abundance of them. Yeah. Um, so Jeltra's like, I don't really get it. Oh, because like Molliver's also like the Briganauts hate the Korads, and but they also hate the Hag, and we're like, that's weird because the Korads said you guys hate them, us. The Korads think that you the Briganauts hate the Korads, but there's some confusion. Jeltra's like, nobody's lying to me, but something is diff wrong here. There's some conflicting stories. Yeah. Um so we go deeper into the mine. Oh, yeah. So now we're at this bridge over this chasm, and we're like, so this is the way we go? And Molliver's like, yes, this is the way you go. I'm not going to go, but you go. And we're like, well, that's weird, but I guess we'll send Cosmo across. So Cosmo goes across. Some flame skulls appear and attack him. So we have to defeat them. We take him down. Solstice gets to the other side. And oh, hey, there's Obud. He's just hanging out in his house on top of a pony. And Keg. we're like, <laughs> pony named Keg. The cutest thing. Uh, we make a good impression. We give him some cool trade stuff. And he's like, yeah, you can take the, the Motherhorn passage. Cool. Um. So then we short rest. Percy kind of talks to um, Obed and Molliver about the wish stones. And then we go through the... Was there anything important about the wish stone conversation? Okay. I mean, um, we had a little bit of, like, religious... Existentialism. Existentialism yeah. about it. So it was like, so does that mean gods don't exist? And, like, all our prayers just go here, and then you make lamps out of them? <laughs> Specifically, wishes. Prayers go somewhere else. Yeah. Well, yeah. But isn't a prayer a kind of wish? Yeah, but they have a different mind. <laughs> pointed differently. Yeah. The the prayer mind is on it's last year. Yeah. It's the knock of bread. Knocks get around, man. <laughs> so we go through a hole in the wall and we get to like a makeshift wall. We take that down, and all of a sudden we're in this room underneath a stage and there's a bunch of people walking around and we're like what the heck oh there's a puppet in the corner and it's all tangled in its own strings we help that guy because again we are very friendly and happy to help uh he's like remember the hag doesn't like eclipses we're like yeah we got it um so he goes back the way we came oh also those lightning rods if they get broken the witch the hag can't use her gadgets which we have to assume are terrible. Uh, then we're like listening. There's all these people moving around. We're like, maybe we want to disguise ourselves or make ourselves invisible as we move through this place. Lots of stuff happening. Hey, is that the Brigannock lead architect over there chained to a lamp? Recapitated. Thank you. I have well, one small issue. Okay. There was no mention of the Simmering tension, royal, roiling sexual tension yeah. between Cody and Molly. You're right. <laughs> no seething, roiling. Oh, what? I stole something that you couldn't steal. Yeah, I will say that. Yeah, I have like a plus nine to sleight of hand, but I could not make those checks. <laughs> I just love the idea of Molliver walking back to the cavern with the Briganauts going, Well, that guy was friendly. <laughs> You definitely like to talk a lot. <laughs> really talkative. So as a reminder, 
Um, and apologies if you are watching or listening to these like in order back to back or anything, because I, I do often like to open up the next thing with the same to remind everybody where they were. Um, but along those lines, the cavernous underbelly of the stage is noisy and hot. Goblins work forge, saw wood, and daub paint onto wooden backdrops. A woman in a tight-fitting dress barks orders at the workers while a goblin frantically makes adjustments to her costume using needles, pins, and thread. A tiny creature chained to a hooded lantern on a tabletop is using a stick of charcoal to sketch something on a piece of parchment at unbelievable speeds, while a wispy bowl of light flutters next to him. So, am I insane? I could have swore I used Mage Hand to save him last time. When you were talking about it, I think. Okay. Mm -hmm. and then, but we and didn't, then, yeah. And he is chained to the table. He is chained to the table. Yes. Okay. That is completely different. Um, How far away is the little the goblin working on the costume? Is that what we see in front of us? Yes. Uh, okay. This uh, this woman in very elaborate, almost opera garb, is mm -hmm. pacing back and forth as she's giving orders while this goblin is tripping over itself to try and keep up with her. And you hear as you're watching her go, Watch the needles! Mm -hmm. And then continue what she's doing as the goblin apologizes quietly and continues to thread. I will lean over to, to indicate, I don't like her. She's very rude. Is anyone watching the episode? Yes. Not directly. Everybody seems to be going about their business right now. And how is he chained? Is there like an obvious lock? So there is a, there's a, like a large hooded lantern, mm -hmm. not like gay big, um, on the table next to him. And it seems the chain is coming off the bottom of that, uh, leading up to him. There is a lock on the base of it that's connecting it to a, a hook on the lantern. Okay, so it's just connected to the lantern. Yes. Okay. So, Kim, would it would it be helpful if if I helped us to sneak a little better in this area? Uh, I think. Yeah. Actually, maybe. Or Cody, do you think you could hit his chains from here with some darts? Would that do anything? That's going to put everybody on alert, but I see where you're going with it. For better reference viewpoint-wise, there is where he is. Okay, so he's right around the corner from us? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> if you can help me get there quietly, I could just take the whole thing and I can work on here as opposed to in the center. Something would have to distract her, though, and the goblin. If you make me better at stealthing, I should be fine. Okay, I will cast past without a trace. I do not mind making a distraction. I can well, act as a confused actor might. Well, cold feet, that happens all the time. <laughs> you may need to you may need to take the rocking horse off your back though. That might be a No, that, that's no. not gonna work. Okay. Just, just wondering. You're saying I could be lost servants? Well, why don't we save the brigandar? Mm -hmm. So we make sure that he's good and then we can Either murder everybody or drink everybody. What is the, Coulter, <laughs> uh, what does the goblin look like that's working with her? Does it resemble his parent? Um, roll a investigation or insight check. A genealogy check. Yeah. <laughs> Ancestry.com. Just opens up a scroll. <laughs> It was investigation or insight. Insight. Oh, insight it is. Ooh. Okay. Uh, 14? 
It's almost a 20. Doesn't seem to share a resemblance. Okay. Okay, so are you going to make me better at sneaking? Yes. Are you casting pass with a I cast pass without a trace. Oh, oh, okay. Um, so, so I'll need to move up because you have to be within 30 feet of me. Oh, yeah, but that's. I'm only going right there. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to try and stealth up and grab the lantern and the brigand off. Um, but I'm also simultaneously going to cast silence on myself and him just in case he goes Meep! or something like that. <laughs> Do we have a code word from the Briganox so they know that we're friends? <laughs> Percy under his breath. Can we make that? <laughs> what about <laughs> under his breath? Molliver and Obed send their regards. Let him know. <laughs> I think he's saying he's just gonna go get them. Okay. I can't read lips. Uh, stealth check, Colter. Go ahead. Um, if I see her turn to like look over there, I'm gonna like throw something over here, a rock or something. Where are you going Ooh. to stand to do that? Right here. Be like right there. It's in her line of That's sight. Where everyone else is. You want me to see me and then throw it down? Sure. Oh. Nobody looks up. That's true. Um, <laughs> I had a 21 on my stuff check. I'm just imagining Skyla walking turn. around like musing to herself. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> um, just for reference, uh, unless otherwise noted, ceilings throughout Motherhorn are 15 feet high. So if you stay up in the ceiling, you're basically. Sure. <laughs> The number of times, so like, and I know this is really off topic, but like at my hotel, there's like a fountain and then the elevator shaft like rises out of that fountain to go up. And the number of times people are like, where are the elevators? When the elevator is going up and down 10 feet from them. <laughs> you don't see what you're looking for. I'm just like, look up just ever so slightly. Just ever so slightly look up. Anyway, so 21 for stealth. 21 for stealth. Excellent. So I will move in silently and quietly. Hey. Collect him and his goddamn lantern. <laughs> As you approach, Skyla is still walking kind of in circles here. She's barking orders. Um, as soon as you grab him in the lantern, he looks up at you and like squeaks, blocked by the silence, and then frantically starts grabbing all of the papers off of the desk and holds them into a big bear hug. <laughs> And then I will go back into the room, and I will actually go back into the tunnel. I'm going to stay at that entrance on the watch. Mm -hmm. I will as well. We had, we had moved the crates out of the way to allow our skeleton puppet friend to leave mm -hmm. and meet the Briganox, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay, I just want to make sure I wasn't making that up in my head. Tell me where the rest of you were all standing. Um, uh, I'm up flying. But once he comes through, I'd follow him back to at least like back here. And I'd be near the entrance. And I'm also near the entrance, just watching. Like back here? Where are you interested in this room? This entrance, yeah, because I'm like on the watch what's going on in here. Let me see, what would I be doing? I'd probably, Jeltra would probably try and stay closer to. Cody to help him stay silent. So can I be behind these crates and whatnot, kind of giving myself cover from the entry? Just be careful, because when you're near me, you won't be able to cast spells. Okay. 
I mean, I can drop it if combat starts, but... No, that's fine. I just, I want you to also be able to be quiet. Filthy. And then once I'm back in the tunnel, I would like to try and get... Uh, so, just point of order, the silence spell doesn't say it can be moved, so I think it's where you placed it. Okay. Um, I think it has a 20-foot radius. Yes, yeah, so it would, like, take the whole table and, like, this whole entryway area. And, to full disclosure, I always thought you could cast silence on a creature and then it would move with them, so I if I'm incorrect, so. that's fine, but... I've seen where you can cast on an object, yeah. but not a creature. But, I mean, like, I could cast it on but, a button or something, but, like, that's, that's fine, because, like... I'm, I'm fine with that. Theory. Yeah, I'm fine with it being an object, then. To be honest, it probably would have been better to set it in one place because then I could put it just out here as it's supposed to be moving in and then suddenly the lady who's walking around can't be heard. So that's actually probably better <laughs> that I put it in one place. <laughs> is it is it on a button or either or is okay? Um, well, I mean, I already got away with it, so obviously I want to say it's on a button. <laughs> <laughs> but like like I'm fine with it either way because as soon as I get this lock off I'm probably going to drop it anyway okay I just want to make sure there's no noise for me getting the lock off okay it's the only reason I'm maintaining it which one is it it's on a button it's not on a button it's on a button okay cool <laughs> just make make a decision I just, I just need to know that's all I just need to know you know what it's a 20 foot radius so I'm going to say that it came out to cover this desk mm -hmm. and then it's still in one place. There you go. Okay, executive decision. So in like one place. From there. I mean, it's 20 foot radius. So 40 feet. 5, 10, 15, 20. Okay. Because these are 10 foot squares. Yeah. Okay. So if you did here, it would go out to this line right here. Where she hasn't walked. For sure. Can you put her on? Closest. Yeah. Okay. In that case, I'll go still within the silence spell to break the lock. So I'm assuming you went with him? Yes. Okay. Great. So you guys are working on that. Other things are happening. Mm. Please let me roll this letter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> are you? So you're trying to pick the lock? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and give me a dexterity check. Twenty-six. Yeah, easy enough. Uh, within this reign of silence, uh, you are able to just pop it open, and he sighs, still holding it, uh, holding all of his papers, and then looks at you and holds up the stack. I will reach past him and grab the papers. Oh. <laughs> Pulls them back towards his chest. I'll put my hands up defensively. I put my hand out for him to like crawl onto it. Walks onto your hand. There we go. And then I will now rock the silence spell and go into the, the tunnel. As soon as he's on your hand, he kind of crumples the papers under an arm and then runs up your shoulder and into the front pocket of your shirt where there is now a Brigandoc and a bulge of paper. Um, because I I would like to talk to him. I don't know about the rest of the party, but I would love to talk to him before anything else happens. But yeah, but I kind of almost want to get him home before we do anything else. But 
That's just my intention. I don't want to like put it on. Um, we're gonna have to speak common, right? Uh, if he doesn't, I speak Sylvan. So I'll speak Sylvan. Yeah. I guess I look at you and your bulge in the pocket, and I can. I'll message him. What okay. do you want me to say? I mean, I'm out of the silence now. So. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Also, it misses work in silence, does it? Because it's always free. It has a verbal component, yeah. so yeah, no spell casting with verbal components in silence spell. Nothing. A page were here. Well, excuse me for trying. <laughs> well, it's, I thought you were playing page for a second. I was like, just your mind. When we started like, this whole thing, I was like, hey, mental yeah. conference. I was like, oh, wait, no. Yeah. Page isn't here. I can't do it. I'm like, guidance. Wait, no. That's Every not party cool. needs a telepath. <laughs> As you are working towards this, um, kind of like get, figuring out what you're going to do with him, you hear from the next room a shriek of, whoa, whoa. And then the sound of an explosion and a bunch of goblins running in different directions trying to get away from whatever this sound was as she turns around and yells at the room. Which of you did this? Percy, I think that's our cue. <laughs> to what? To provide a distraction so that the rest of the party can get him out of here. I burst out of, burst out of here. It's okay, it's okay. I gave him a break. He needed a break. <laughs> I, will, I will run out. For the first them. time in Cody's life, he goes. <laughs> it's just like, um, oh, no. Walking around the corner, this is what you are confronted by. Eyes full of flame. Ooh. Uh, pretty. Oh, roll hot. persuasion. Oh, I rolled high. I mean, I don't roll of your life. Wait, don't tell her that. <laughs> Can I have be walking out behind trying being like Yes, Solstice. How many of you have assistant Solstice? Uh I got a fourteen. Persuasion. Yes, I uh so sorry. I should have asked your permission first, but you know, he he really needed to a break, so I just wanted to give him some air and then he'll be back to working before you even know it. <laughs> Picking up a staff from the table and holding it in her hand to lean on as the only remaining goblet in the area is still working on the garment draped off of her. You look fucking you, you look stunning, by the way. <laughs> I'm just wanting to stab her just by... <laughs> I debated knocking off a couple of her... Uh, <laughs> hit points because this goblin's having a hard time. Um, as she turns to you and goes, Who exactly are you? I uh, kind of put my hand up. Like, you don't know. This is the great, admirable, majestic Solstice. You should be graced by their presence. As I kind of bow towards Solstice. Well, we, as we are graced by your presence, of course, we're we're stand-ins for the show tonight, and we seem to have just lost our way. <laughs> oh no! I love it. <laughs> Leans back against the table, almost squishing the goblin, <laughs> seductively, sort of beginning to Ooh. twirl the staff lazily. She looks solstice up and down. Mostly naked solstice. <laughs> and what's your act 
Uh, no, my trouble of silver, silvery moon. Sure. <laughs> the might of the silvery moon forest. You will never see a more majestic creature. And I then two souls this again. I flex. Vegetation <laughs> like little firework. Do you have crystal? And then I and then I toss you, I toss you up in the air, and I catch you on a finger. Will yeah. I be hearing this? Yeah, I don't I'm not being quietly. quietly. Yeah. Um, I'm then, being very boisterous. <laughs> when that, when um, when he says that, um, I would like to make like a little land effect around Solstice with Druidcraft. Roll a performance check for this and um, use advantage because of that. You think can I also by having butterflies fly out and like kind of like swirl around and then disappear? <laughs> when I was going to say, cast pass without a trace is still up. 11. So if you need to quietly and stealthily do these things. 11. With advantage? Yeah. Oh no. Mm-hmm. With advantage. Wait, guidance. I got eight and a nine. Late now. <laughs> can we get a do over? <laughs> Just one per season? I'm oh, definitely. Yeah. Using like I'm just trying to buy y'all time. I'm hoping you have some sort of plan. (laughs) We did not make one. I forget what the word is. But my plan was to go back to the bringing (laughs) knots. What? The whole point was to get into the background. Mother, whatever. Back to the bringing knots before we did anything in here. (laughs) And what were you saying? Uh, That while I was doing this, I was definitely going back to all of my training at the carnival, being like the not a barter, but a Barker. Barker, thank you. <laughs> Trying to pipe solve this up and like hype get man. all the goblins to come back in and like watch. Hype man, yeah. She strolls forward, looking at you as she approaches Solstice. Puts a hand out onto Solstice's bare chest. Leans in. upstaged oh. and slams her staff into you <laughs> that is going to be excellent a 13 to hit oh, let's just see about that no <laughs> as the staff connects with the wall before reaching you and she looks up and smiles <laughs> how about that roll for initiative <laughs> How about that, dumbass? Mm-hmm. Hey, is my new best friend okay in my pocket? Should I be worried about him? You saw oh, Molliver had three Briganocks in their pocket, so like, so I will. They seem comfortable there. I will just like <laughs> lean down and whisper into him, oh, wow. like as the fight is starting. Like you're good, right? I'm not chained to a lamp. No, I just mean like I can fight, and you're not gonna like fall out of my pocket and die. Not chained to a lamp, okay. so I'm good. <laughs> and then I just like sleeves, get darts out, ready to go protect my my. I was gonna say lady love, but lad love, <laughs> <laughs> sir love, love, lord love, love. Uh, lord love. There we go, lord love. No, I'm just a herring on. It's fine. Um, you're you're hooved betrothed. There you go. That's that's wordy. My. Betraying stallion. Betraying. <laughs> your partner. My husband, light of my life, yes. my moon, my stars. What's your uh, 
What's your rule, buddy? You're gonna make me say it out loud? I am gonna make you say it out loud, because I have to write it down. With my plus six, I got seven. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but... Jake was like, I'm gonna play a Heron God and have a really good initiative every time. Whereas, <laughs> with my plus two, 22. <laughs> we kept the dice next to each other for dramatic effect. Is it a one and a 20? It is! <laughs> Poetry. Oh, Alice. In motion. Exactly. Oh, persimmon. Oh, 14. I like this. We're all over the map. We are. All right. Dirty 20. Okay. Cody. And Solstice. 10. You were too distracted. I was, I was like, she is falling for this. She's totally buying it. We're, got, we're gold. I was about to, like, whisper, like, whisper talk really loud. Like, I'll give it to you. you're up. All right. <laughs> I want to move within visual range of the woman. So, like there, or do you want to yes, further? Yes, that's fine. Do you want to go at an angle so you're far away, or? No, I'm good right there. And then I'm going to cast Hold Person. Oh, I'm hoping she's a person. I'm totally hoping she's a person. <laughs> All right, that'll be a con saver. Wisdom. Thank you. Please do poorly. Fifteen? Shit, you by one! By one. Speaking oh. of rolls that go interestingly, she's got a plus four to that saving throw. Wait, Eight. are your saving throws right? What's that wisdom fourteen? Only level five. Mm-hmm. Let's just play. Yep. Keep going. Alright, anything else? Um, okay, so that failed. I don't know what else I can do as a bonus action. Let me look here. The beauty of D&D Beyond I is know. that it'll split your actions into types. So when you're scrolling through your character sheet, it'll have a list of There's bonus no action options. <laughs> if I can do a good enough infomercial, maybe we'll get there. Then, fine. I, if I tried to do that, it didn't work. I'm going to wild shape into a direwolf. Cody, you're up. I would like to go on an angle, uh, maybe 15 feet, so I can get a straight line on her. Right there. Thank you. That is more than 15 feet. Because remember, you see these squares are 10. Yeah, so I was here, 5, 10. Oh, I'm sorry. I was looking at 15 feet from her. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, I understand. at an angle so I can get a straight line to her. Because I just have to be within 60 feet of her. So. Okay. Um, I am going to try three sharp shots. Like, we're definitely killing this woman, right? Like, I check in with the dire wolf and, like, okay. <laughs> at this point, seeing the wolf appear, the goblin at her feet goes, oh! dives under the table. <laughs> At this point, hearing the sound of morphing into a wolf behind me, I go, hmm. <laughs> Such a comforting sound. I was going to say, I love, that you're, I love that you're comforted by that. I'm comforted because I know the person in front of me is not going to get to hurt me that bad. Okay, so... Okay, hang on. So, minus five, so just plus four. So, 17, 15, and a natural 20. I'm sorry. For the three? 17, 15, 15 and, and a natural 20. 20. Those will all hit. Okay. And that's after my sharp shot reduction. Okay. Okay. 
Because I was like, I have to add nine and a minus five. I was like, why don't you just add, add four? four. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, why am I doing that the whole time? Hey, it's four, you fuck. <laughs> How dare you reference that thing? Do these one at a time. Okay. Uh, so that will be... What's your smart card? I don't have them. Uh, so that will be... Hang on. We're not you! <laughs> Uh, so that'll be 24 for the first hit. 24 damage? Yeah. Okay. So, you see it hit her, and she vanishes. Yeah. Does that mean the running. other two, the other two hit? Still? So it's, that's like one at a time, so if you want to use an at 24, you're more than welcome to, but she is... Now gone. Gone. Well, but no, I feel like she was an illusion, or like, my attack made her disappear? She did something and vanished. Okay, so I would like to use my nat 20 then. So I rolled them all three at once. I don't know if that's fair. I rolled all three dice at once, so I don't know which one was Roll a d6, and if it's a one or two, if it's a two or three, or yeah, three, four, it. it's a five, one. six. Okay, cool. So it was my nat 20? Yeah, go okay. ahead. Um, in that case, I'll, though... I'll give you the fun boss. <laughs> uh, so I also do my swarm damage on that. So that was... So 25 is my roll damage, and then adding in... 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, plus 6, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, Okay. Tell me what your hunter's mark looks like. Uh, for me, I've always just kind of imagined it that like they just have like real estate in my mind. I didn't imagine a visual component. Okay. Excellent. So like I just have like a little bit of my very little brain meat dedicated to her. <laughs> so like I forget, you know, I forget possessive. So I'm just kind of like Cody stuff. <laughs> all right. Anything else on your turn? Uh, that's basically all I can do because I did. I'm, I'm not going to like retcon that I didn't throw two more darts. So, all right. So, it is now her turn, and you see. Uh, well, at least uh, Solstice and uh, Cade, you see her appear <gasps> at the base of the staircase, oh. looking rough. Um, as she oh, I wish my old person had called. whispers Nocturne and then runs up the stairs. Oh boy. Uh, what did she say? Nocturnal? Yes. I got Nocturnal. Nocturnal. Any, anyone? Nocturnal? Which password? As she does so. You see several of the props around the room creak to life and begin to take position 
next to the staircase, an owl bear statue goes from a position of standing as if it's mid-roar to loud thuds as it hits the ground. A coffin begins to shake as its door flaps open and close. The stovepipe itself from on top of the furnace swings outward with a groan and a stuffed golem stretches its arms wide. Around the corner you hear more sounds. Oh gosh. I lean down to my pocket and <laughs> I tell the architect, it's just <laughs> I turn and I look back at Jeltra in wolf form and I go, This is going to be interesting. Chain lightning? You could do that, right? Yeah. <laughs> they begin. We're level 12, right? That's yep. what we're supposed to be, right? Yep. Level 11, level 12. <laughs> Wait, we met her, so we level up right now, right? That wasn't the hang. I know, but that... <laughs> How much movement do these guys have? It's a lot. <laughs> that was a lot. Uh, Coulter, it seems like a lot for six seconds. <laughs> <laughs> They're all, it's all happening simultaneously. <laughs> You guys need to laugh when I do it too. <laughs> I'm sorry, did you make a joke? As you see, there's a strange cacophony from the different sounds these props make as they move, including a very pathetic squeak as a stuffed wedding cake hops from around the corner towards the room. I want it. I want it. The two closest to Solstice are both going to make attacks. I just want to. Jiltry to go to the stuffed wedding cake and like shake it like a toy. Squeak the five hit? No. Does a 17 hit? Yes. Okay. That will be four bludgeoning damage as the stuffed boar slams its head into your leg. An elf king now making another attack. Does an 11 hit? Does a five hit? <laughs> Neither of its attacks hitting, as it does the same thing as her, bringing an arm up and hitting the wall, and looking at that, and then pulling it back and hitting the wall again. And we are down to Percy. This is the most comedic death trap we've ever had. Yes, for I real. love it. <laughs> um, also, I don't know why that's out there. It should be here. And I thought Lion Solstice's show was great. I can't believe she thought it was too good. She didn't want us to perform. The last piece of prop that comes forward is a wrought iron gate that's swinging itself. Is it all in the book? Are you just making this up? I love it. Amazing. I love it. Wrought iron gate. I'm sorry. Just real quick. It's just a little bit of after party for you guys because you usually don't do this stuff until after party. But I am. This is amazing. A four foot long crooked stovepipe. A wrought iron gate. A plain, empty wooden coffin, a plaster statue of an elf king clutching a scepter, a plaster wedding cake stuck to a small table, a stuffed boar mannequin, a six-foot-tall stuffed canvas flush golem, and a seven-foot-tall painted wooden statue of an owlbear on its hind legs. All right. So I'm hearing some of them are made of wood. <laughs> <laughs> At least one. Well, two. And various other flammable objects. So that was fine to me. Yeah. Um, uh, Percy is going to, um, 
he's still flying, I think. So he's gonna be over. He's gonna move here. Um, and he's gonna shoot this one over here. The wrought iron gate. Is that the wrought iron gate? <laughs> oh fuck me! I forget. You guys probably can't see the labels. I feel like they all have the same amount of resistance. They're probably all just animated objects. So. Yeah. We're gonna go with this one. I think that might be the owlbear or the. That's fine. If it's big and scary, we'll go with that one. I kind of wish Roll Twenty had made tokens for each one of these items. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh my god. So does a nat twenty hit? hit? It does hit. Okay, cool. What about a nineteen? That's actually uh, a nineteen. And I'm sorry. Which one are you going at? Uh, this one here. Yes, both of those will hit. Okay. So... The 19, that's going to be 7 damage. Piercing magical. And the crit is going to... Um... 18? Yeah. As you, as it rears up, this owl bear opening its beak as if to roar with no sound coming out of its wooden mouth. You can see wooden feathers spraying off of it from your attacks, and it hits the ground, almost collapsing, but managing to pull itself back up. Oof. How much damage was that? Uh, 19 plus something. Seven. It has, oh, I mean, I, I can, like, shouldn't you? No. I can do that. <laughs> Uh, it was 25 damage, Joey. Okay. Um, and then, bonus action, Cosmo's gonna move here, and he's gonna attack that one, which I totally know how to do that. That's fine. Go, Cosmo. Um, Be my hamster fists. Oof. Um, the one that Cosmo's next to does a... Uh, Wait, what? Where's what? What? Um, what? 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 Uh, ten damage. Ten damage. Nine. Sorry, nine. Okay. Notice ten. This ten. Okay. Sorry. I'll take it, or he'll take it rather. <laughs> As the stuffed golem made of canvas, one of the metal bars on his cage hits and punctures through, and you can see stuffing on the inside beginning to rain out. You disavow the grab golem. Some of the cotton and goes. <laughs> yes. I think it's funny that he's a medium sized hamster. It wasn't his ball, the big part. He's pretty big for a hamster, right? He's like guinea pig size, but he's hamster. You're like Minskin Boo, except not. I don't know. Solstice, you're up. Okay, so two attacks, the one next to me. The one directly below or diagonal? Below, I say. So that's going to be dirty 20 and 16. That is the Elven King. And both of those will hit. Okay, to re-roll that. Why? 
Oh no. Two in a row. Okay. So six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven damage. Please and thank you. Would you like to slide? No, not at this time. You knock the top of its scepter off as it looks up and then looks back at you, its face incapable of expression, but the sense of fury. <laughs> this isn't personal. <laughs> Can I take a free action? Real quick? What is it? <laughs> hey, do you think you could light them up so they're easier to hit? And then that's all I'll say. You're up. Not enough, not enough. All right. Um... I would casting a spell is an action, right? It depends on the spell, but yeah. Fairy fire is one action. Okay. So then I will sure, and I will uh, swirl around talking to the ancestors you can't see, and then I'll just like this motioning <laughs> for everybody, and then if they could, what is it? I think it's a deck. Where are you placing it? Apologies. Uh, I'm in a 20-foot cube. So I'll put it here so I can light up all of these it guys. It will hit us, too. Mm, back here, then? If you did this four here, it would hit these four. But not yeah, pop it here. Yeah, we'll do it so here. If so you it pop it, it there, it'll hit the Elf King, the Stuffed Boar, the Stove Pipe, and the Wedding Cake. <laughs> the Perfect. fucking Wedding Cake. The culture. Wedding Cake. Coulter is living. I freaking love this encounter so much. And also, I thought you were going to kill Skyla, and I like her, so I didn't want her to die yet. Yay! Okay, so deck saves from all these these uh, inanimate boys. Um, that's going to be an 8, a 17, a 12, and a 3. And we will go clockwise from that. So 8 for the king, 17 for the boar, 12 for the stovepipe. And three for the wedding cake. Seventeen's the only one that passes. All right, the boar is not illuminated, but the others are pleasantly glowing. The rest are. So then, after that, I will take my bonus action. I'll give you guys some indicators. To uh, roll on the spirit tail, spirit tails table. I really wish I could give you guys these labels. I tried to see if I could turn it on, but the labels are already turned on for me. So I'm like. Mm -hmm. Um, so if you go under the tokens themselves, where it says name, you can click show nameplate. So it has nameplate checked. Oh. Yeah, it's weird. Sorry, Jake. Please. Uh, I begin telling you all of my great-great-grandfather, Dersius, who was the fiercest of the Herringon, uh, and I rolled the Tale of the Warrior. So when it comes down to my next turn, I can activate it. Fantastic. I recount the story of a renowned duelist, make a melee spell attack against a target as an attacking special warrior briefly appears in an unoccupied space within five feet of the target. On a hit, the target takes force damage equal to two rolls of my bardic die and my charisma. Nice. So you're like up to a D8, so like 2D8, right? 2D8 plus. But it's got a hit. And with that, we are back to Delta. Okay, so I'm gonna have to get through everybody to get anywhere. All right. Climb on the wall. I'm, a, a, I'm a wolf. Oh, yeah, I'm um, drawing the image of a wolf being like. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna try and you jump over me. Well, I was wondering. Okay, so Bunel, because they're 15 foot tall. Right, but he's only like 
Like four foot feet. Almost four feet. So I can step over you, and you're on the ceiling. I'm flying. So you're flying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is there a way that I can sneak through or make my um, a Wait, path? Yeah. Oh, yes. With your movement speed? 50. So I've got plenty of room, but I'm also going to get um, attacks of opportunity because I'm so large, I think, from at least yeah. I don't think two of them. is going to attack you. Um, the I will say you can get through um, you can get through cave space without having to move half with okay. the solstice cosmos uh, uh, space that will be okay and that's fine so then I'm going to try and there's just no way to get you want to go by with that here that's a, essentially where I'm trying to get to you're yeah. only gonna take one though right, right now you take no, two I'm gonna take three maybe even because I'm gonna be in here. You take two. Okay. Remember, they only get one reaction a turn. The Elf King and the Stuffed Boar. Okay. They don't seem particularly tough. So you might be able to take it. I think I'll be okay. Yeah. Does a twenty-four hit? <laughs> sure. But how much damage, though? As the Elf King is having just about enough of your shit, <laughs> and that's going to be thirteen bludgeoning as it swings its scepter, now okay. broken, and slams it into the side of the wolf. Does a thirteen hit? No. Uh, then that's just it. You'll just take the, the 13. Okay. And then... As the boar tries, but it's too short. Yep. So I will go to the... The, the boar is between me uh, or with Cosmo. This is the boar here. Oh, okay. And this is the elf king. You are standing next to a stuffed golem. Okay, then I will make a bite attack towards the stuffed golem. Big body pillow. And since I have... I'll have advantage because of pack tactics since I have an ally within five feet. So here and have you talked to Cosmo to like make sure he thinks you're an ally? <laughs> you I have not. I okay, I'm sorry, but back. to empower allies. Okay. I, to, <laughs> I have a question. Um, so my sentinel ability means that if someone within in five feet of me attacks someone who's not me. I can make a melee attack against him. So, like, since that was an attack of opportunity by the Elf King, can I then attack him again? Yeah. Okay. Nice. And his movement zero. Okay. So I. What is in that twenty in this combat? I mean, like three of them. Now. I just like to point out that you nat it, so you have to smite. Well, but this is a reaction. Can you I? You can smite on any time you hit an attack. attack. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you always smite on How much damage is he taking? He's taking 11 from me, mm -hmm. so... <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to save my more. smites, honestly, so... I'm gonna... <laughs> so he breaks. Yeah, because it comes down. Casting fireball, not asking how big the room is. That's true. No, that's the wizard's great sin. She's putting the paladin's great sin. Twenty. Sorry. Two hundred. Two hundred. Two hundred. Two hundred. You lop its head off after he makes his attack, and the king falls to the ground in a crumble of now re-inanimate object. Jeltra, you were attacking the stuffed golem. Yes, 18 to hit. That'll hit. Hooray. Yeah. And then it is seven piercing that. damage. Sorry, one moment. Apologies, no apologies. I have so many tabs open. We're jumping around. It's all fine. Um, okay, <laughs> yes, that will hit. Okay, and how much damage? Seven piercing damage. Fantastic. Is it a creature? Uh, 
In what regard? It is not a creature, it's a okay. construct. Never mind. Well, uh, creature in that sense means it, as long as it's not an object. Which I think it is an object. objects. Yeah. Oh, but they're not animated. So if they're, they're a construct, still they're still considered creatures. They are constructs. Okay. All I, I, what I have is if the target is a creature, it must succeed on a DC stre- uh, strength save or be knocked prone. So if you're, if you deem that it is a creature, I would need a strength save. If not, okay. then we move on. Okay, this is going to be. Do 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 do. That is a seventeen. That saves. Okay. Stuffed golem just looks at you with like betrayal in its eyes. Oh. <laughs> It's speaking to me? <laughs> and that will be Cody. So with the tokens, if you go into your token settings, okay. little dot 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 next to general, you have to set player permissions to see. Oh, fun. Okay, thank you very much. Let me show you guys where each of the things you're dealing with are. <laughs> now you can know which one's which. I was like, I got time before my turn. I can open up roll 20 and do some testing. <laughs> Okay, what are you doing? Uh, okay, Kennedy? so who got lit up? These two? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, one of the ones that was lit up is dead, um, but the the stovepipe and the wedding cake are lit up. The boar is not. I'm so so get to can I go just... here, right behind the cake? I don't think I have enough movement to get past him. That's 15 right there. 15? That would be 25 to get 30. there. Yeah, put me in the middle then. Nice and clumped up. Now you all know which ones they are. Yay! Yay. I love it. Although the boar and the stovepipe are kind of... Yeah, it's a boar to pipe. Stuffed. Uh, you've never used a boar to pipe before? Uh, not stuffed boar. Stuffed boar to pipe, yeah. I like yeah, it. I mean, that's Eight. the problem. Is usually you want to make sure they're unstuffed so they can right. properly. Mm. All right, what's going on? So I'm going to use my two main hand attacks to attack the tub pipe and the wedding cake. The tub pipe. Okay. Um, health pipe is going to get a dart. Wedding cake is going to get a alchemist fight. Shake it like a rag doll. That's fine. So I can I can nope, just do a dart. It's fine. Nope, no, doing, I'm going to do a dart. No, you don't know what you don't know what Jeltra's thinking. Uh, In her heart of hearts. I yeah. also am kind of worried that if I set the wedding cake on fire, I might burn this whole place down. So. There was a lot of paint in here. In a moment of insight, Cody puts Is the acid, the alchemist fire back, and then... It's like 431, so who knows? Yeah. Or maybe it was the Briganox in his pocket. It's like, yeah. no! So it'll be a 16 and 15 on the tub pipe and the wedding cake. Okay. I should have indicated which dice was which. So you get advantage. Oh, okay. So which one? So is that 15 and 16 to one of them? or That was just my first two rolls. So we can just say 16 okay, we to can... wedding cake. And I'll roll again. Okay. So. Blah, 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 blah. 16 does hit the wedding cake. Okay. Mm, can we say that? <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Culture's giving me so many out Okay, well, it's a 10 for the stove fight. It does not hit. Generous. <laughs> uh, I'll look behind the curtain because I always give too much information. Yeah. Neither of the others would have hit the stove fight either. So. Mm. But you did hit the wedding cake. Uh, so that's 11 plus my swarm damage, 15, 25 for the wedding cake. Bye bye. Nope, still there. It's there. Still standing. Yeah. But not better than it's ever been. It's so different. Um, I know. 
Then I'm going to offhand. Knocked off the first layer. Okay. <laughs> Do you really want to kill the wedding cake? If don't worry about it. I'm asking that. Margarita Romano. Right, but that's an old meta. Friend. You do not know that. You want to kill the wedding. I just love the, I love the image of Jeltra in her wolf okay. form. I'm going to do bonus action on the stove question. Taking the living shit out of a stuffed wedding. Uh, that'll be a 30-20. Shadow hit. Barely. That stove pipe's hardy. It's not skinny. Uh, so the real stove is stove. Yeah. Okay. The stove pipe and metal exterior bursts a gasket and steam's pouring out of it somehow. <laughs> it's still hopping forward. All right. Anything else, Cody? This is a Fantasia moment where just all of this stuff is. Uh, that's forward. movement, bonus action. Actually, yeah, that's me. Okay. Wedding cake coming up here. <clears throat> stove pipe coming up here. Coffin coming up here. Gate coming up here. Albert coming up here. Huh. Oh, yeah, we, we clumped together real good. Yep. Cool. Hey, nothing, only one thing's within five feet of me, so as long as we kill that stuff, uh, no, the stovepipe needs to die. I've got four things that can hit me. Mm. They well, all have advantage. They have advantage. They have advantage because she's large, so it's really easy to yeah. flank her. <laughs> all right, does That'd an be... 11 hit? Jeltra? No. The 23 hit. Yes. The coffin slams its door open doing five bludgeoning damage. Does a 20 hit. Yes. The stuffed golem swings one of its plush arms open, and it seems that there is hot iron inside of this, keeping the arms in place for four bludgeoning damage. Okay. And the owlbear does another 20 hit. Yes. As the owlbear tries to peck at you, grabbing some of the fur and ripping it off for three damage. Okay. The stovepipe, seeing its nemesis. It's nemesis. Who's his nemesis? Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was not actually done with Jeltra. Ah! Um, oh no. Does a 16 hit? Yes. Uh, the the gate getting its footing again as it was wobbly for the first hit slams to your side for Ooh. seven bludgeoning damage. Okay. Does a 12 hit? No. The coffin tries for the door again. Oh. You were too fast this time. The coffin attacked twice? They all did. This, uh, does a 21 hit Cosmo? Oh, yeah. Uh, the stuffed golem turning from the giant wolf, seeing its compatriots go after her, uh, slams into just a full body, like chest down, into Cosmo, uh, doing six bludgeoning damage to him. And... Uh, does an 18 hit Jeltra? Yes. Because I just realized that somebody's up in the air. Uh, that'll be five more bludgeoning damage from the owl bear as it rears back up into the position that you initially saw it in. It comes back down on the wolf's hind legs. Okay. Once that happens, Jeltra transforms back to herself. Um. Solstice <laughs> does a 24 hit. Yeah. The stovepipe, wow. after going after Cody slams into you from the side, and that'll be 10 bludgeoning damage from the stovepipe. The stuffed boar does a, does a 23 hit. Oh, um, um, the stuffed boar tries to... Go ahead. Um, what fuck is it called? Deflect, atta def deflect attack. So it has disadvantage on that attack. It's from Cosmo. One from Cosmo. Many? 
Does a 19 hit? Yes. Um, so tried. So it tries to gore you and manages to get three bludgeoning damage in from its very dull tusks. The wedding cake does a 16 hit. No. Does a 9 hit? No. The wedding cake impotently bounces on its table, trying. <laughs> but now that its head's gone from the dart attack, it can't seem to figure out its reach yet. Tilsis just puts the shaft of her weapon on the wedding cake, and it's just like... No closer. <laughs> uh, and like when you put your, for your hand yeah. on your forehead and just like, swinging madly underneath you. That was our boys in plaster and wood. And we're back to the top. Nope, we're not. We're down to Percy. I really thought the stovepipe was going to try to attack me. Um... And Jeltra is down. Do you have a preference of which square you ended up in? Um, probably the top right corner. Let's be there. Yeah. As far away from us as possible. Um, can I tell if any of them look really bad? Um, it's a little bit easy to tell because they're missing pieces. Okay. Uh, of the ones that are standing right now. The uh the owlbear looks the worst. Pretty even with the wedding cake. I'm gonna go for the owlbear. Okay. Try it. He does a sixteen hit the owlbear? Yes. Okay, so then twenty two will hit. So um, Oh shoot. Uh, uh, yes, yeah, it does. So, first one is 10 damage. And it's down. Oh, fuck yeah. Goodbye. Um, Goodbye. I said, horses. crumbles into uh, just twigs and splinters. Twiggies. Okay. Twiggified. That's me, or Cosmo, then. Um, you don't have actually attack? I do, but I said um, I was going to shoot on that one already. Like, the, the stovepipe and the stuffed golem that are on either side of Cosmo don't, they both look bloodied. The stovepipe looks mildly worse, you can tell in the kinks. We don't kink shame here. It really was. But kink shaming is my kink. <laughs> um, 16 does not hit. Right. That's me. All right. Okay, that that one that's right under me with the heart on it, is that the fairy fire? Uh, yes, okay, yes. So it's advantage on that one? Yes, as okay. well as on the... Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, roll advantage for Cosmo, because the oh. if you attack the pipe, it had um, it had fairy fire on it. The pipe. Uh, 24. That'll hit. The pipe. So... Fuck it up, Kenneth. The pipe. <laughs> I don't know if we can fuck it up. It's not my pipe. What? Four damage. Okay. Oh no, he's gone. Maybe that's just it's a, a D8 plus two. Isn't that add your permission okay. Yes. No. Uh, so just one attack. I'm just gonna do one quick damage. Okay. On the on the wedding cake. It just says plus two. Eight. Thank you. Uh, so that's going to be 13 plus 6, 19. That will hit the wedding cake. Okay, and then that's going to be uh, 11 damage. Still up. And the wedding cake crumbles. Excellent. All right, so then I'll do, I'll hit the one that's diagonal, the one that does not give me advantage. Okay. 
That's going to be a seven, 12 plus 6, 18. That'll hit. And that's going to be 4 plus 37 damage to that All one. All right. The boar seems to open its mouth to squeal, but no sound comes out. Oh. That's a Poor baby. I have no mouth, but I must think. I don't get the sense that these are fairies, right? Fairies are not fairies. They are not fairies. Right, that's all. Is that a radio play? I have no mouth, but I must scream. It is. It's a book. Okay. I was like, I know that phrase. (laughs) (laughs) My brain immediately was like, I have no scream, but I must mouth. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, Kate. So, does somebody have a war in? How how is the stovepipe looking? Not great. Okay, how is the stuffed boar looking? Um, much better than the stovepipe. Okay. And the... Golem? Golem. Um, worse than the stuffed boar, but better than the stovepipe? <laughs> the conversations we have. <laughs> the conversations we have. Okay, so can I use my movement to get... When does, your, when does your warrior act? Uh, I keep it up as a bonus action, Um, and then, so now that I'm there, I'd like to activate it as my main action. Fantastic. Against the, the tokens are on top of the names. I think the stuffed pipe that's fairy fired. This one. Yes, that one. Yes. Uh, And I'm going to, as I'm moving over there, going to be going on about my great-grandpa Dersius. And I'm just, I just, and because he's such a warrior, I think he would really like Jeltra. Don't you think so? And I'm going to point to the pipe. Fantastic. And that's advantage, right? Yes, it is. <laughs> Basically sicking my great-grandpa Garcius on him. Come on, Grandpa. Okay, so that's a 17 to hit. Does not hit. Aww. Oh, Let's see. That's with advantage? Yeah. Oh, um, shit. I am very sorry. <laughs> Hey, at least he wasn't. Never mind. They never do anything cool. We're, we're putting that one in Hey, you're still doing better. You than do just get taken. <laughs> anything else on your turn, Cade? Uh, that was my move and my regular action. Then your bonus action was to keep it up. You said. Mm-hmm. Did not mean it the way it came out, <laughs> but. I wasn't gonna say anything. It requires you to use a bonus action every turn. Oh no! It's just to roll on the table. I guess I have a bonus. Yeah. Action. Okay. Good. Inspires. I'm inspired just being around Jake. You're the inspiration. As my grandpa goes to attack it and it goes wild and then poofs away. Well, Jeltra, I still think you would have liked him. And he would have liked you. Sure. You have both. You have Bardic. Thank you. Bardic. Remind me. I never remember. D8, thank you. And speaking of Jeltra having Bardic, it is Jeltra's turn. Aha. Yeah. All right. So I am. Now Jeltra-sized. Jeltra is going to uh, cast a spell she never told you about that kills animated objects yep. with no save. Absolutely. It's, it's gone. Um, it's, called, it's called unmending? Yeah. Unmend. It's true. It's a cantrip. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Seam ripping? That's what it is. <laughs> she takes out a sewing kit and she starts seam ripping. Ripping out all the seams. You get on the stovepipe. It seems effective. Right. <laughs> it's super effective. Okay, so I actually want to cast Erupting Earth underneath as many of them as I can, but avoiding my friends. So it's a 20-foot square. So I'm envisioning like something crosswise here. So at least the golem, the stovepipe, and the stuffed boar. Okay. Oh, you're you're getting creative here. 
Drill trap. So would it, it hit the coffin the too? Diagonals, it would not hit the. I can't see a world where it would hit the coffin as well. Okay. So if Fine, you send me to God, did from there five, ten, fifteen, and went there. Oh. Yeah. It would hit all four That's of those. That's what I want to do. And then you go on the. Um, and I'm heading towards the fire. Um, to the Somebody's east. thinking, yeah, an angle. To I totally at an angle. Like it's a cube. Now you're thinking in portals. Yeah. Yep. I just started playing Portal Two. Good Yes. Um. Okay. So you need erupting Earth. I need it just a. Really misses her. Yes. I need a uh, deck save from all four of them. Dexter uses her homeschooled education to just magically create like this non-Euclidean shape that somehow doesn't hit any of us, just barely. <laughs> I would like to cast a fireball in a uh, what's the called <laughs> uh, Mobius strip. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, seven, fourteen, nine, twenty. Fourteen meets, so fourteen and twenty will save. Okay. All right, so and then that is going to be the stovepipe and the coffin. Okay, a creature takes three d twelve. Where are my d twelve? Thank you. I'm like, why can I not see them? Yeah. One. Right here we go. Three d twelve, and then can I use the bardic for? I can't. Cannot. I not don't remember. Damage, not right. for damage. We okay. can use. We can use uh, fan inspiration for damage. Okay. Okay. So 3d12 for those who failed, half as much for those who saved. Really, 11 total damage or 5 for those who saved. That's yours. Sorry. Pretty good. Got all four of them, though. Yeah, that was impressive. I mean, like, it feels like, oh, it's only 11 damage. But you got to remember, it's 22 plus 10. It's 33. You what did it two look like? Over four creatures. So... I will turn my back towards, and I can't tell what that one is anymore because I think it's I'm on its, it's gate. Name. Yeah, it's, a it's gate. the gate. So I'm going to turn my back to the gate, seeing all of these creatures coming up to my friends, and I am going to shove my hands down towards the ground, envisioning where this just burbling up, almost like lava of earth is coming up from the ground <laughs> underneath everybody. I really want Jeltra and Benlin to meet. <laughs> and then unfortunately each five foot square of the area is a difficult terrain until cleared <laughs> fantastic they are all not looking fantastic okay. the stove is still alive except for the coffin who's not looking terrible and then as my bonus action I will now turn into a spider spider again yep. spider spider jail trap Again, Nikade is oddly comforted. Cody, you're up. Uh, nobody killed that damn stovepipe, right? No. Take him down. Take him down. It looks very bad. There's like screws hanging loose. It's like half. It's almost in a U at this point. So it gets... And he still has trade fire. He does. Did we say we took a short rest with Ogun? <sighs> my my spider would have been healed. I don't know. Um. So I'm gonna try just a dagger attack against the stovepipe because I have to do melee. Uh, that'll be a 23. That'll hit. It's amazing what I can do when I don't sharpshoot. Sure, sure. 
I will do my swarm damage on him. So it's going to be six damage plus one, seven. It's two fires. Now that my one true nemesis is dead, um, <laughs> who's looking. Uh, of what's left, um, the golem probably looks the, the worst. Okay. Uh, who looks the best? The coffin, you said? Yes. Coffin, uh, the coffin and the gate both don't look bad. They both still look like a coffin and a gate. 1 plus 4. Is it 16 in coffin? Hit coffin? Let's find out. See adventures of coffin and gate. One loves death, the other loves opening doors. 16 does hit coffin. Opportunity? <laughs> Comes once in a lifetime. Um, it must be like wide open spaces and grave dirt. I've been I've been waiting for a lifetime. Twenty five is. Don't turn through the only one dealing with the gate. Does that mean your gatekeeping? I am. Your gatekeeping. The coffin goes from looking mostly like a coffin to the hinges like half off on the door as it's sweeping it back and forth, still trying to hit things in front of it. And now it squeaks. And then as a bonus action, I would like to throw a vial of acid in the stuffed golem's face. Vial of acid. All right. save from the golem? Uh, no, it's just the attack roll still. <laughs> uh, 23. That'll hit. Look up what acid does. Hang on. <laughs> I have it right here. I just bing 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 acid for six hundred. I have an action. Boom Twenty feet. What is acid damage? It takes two d six acid damage. Perfect. Not quite. So six. What is the head of the golem dissolves and the stuffing crumbles out as it falls to the ground? Still Yay! Sizzling. We're back to us. Anything else, Cody? Uh, nope. That's everything. We are up to them. I just wanted to melt something. <laughs> and you did. I do think it's cool. You, like, you know, like you throw the the dart that like magically returns to my hand as I throw it at a different thing, and then just like with my off hand, I'm just unclipping something from my belt and just like just casually like ten feet away, just boop. <laughs> it shatters on its wrought iron face and just like. Jelter, does the 7 or a 20 hit you? The 20 will hit me. Five bludgeoning damage is the gate seeing you have near fatally injured its lover, the coffin. <laughs> swings open once more in a backhand. As if to say, but in gate. <laughs> it sounds more like. Did they meet on hinge? Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, oh. I'm not allowed to, say, to make fun of my jokes anymore. <laughs> I believe this roll on the coffin critted. <laughs> What's it working? As the coffin goes, yes, we did meet on hinge. <laughs> goes right into my, my very vulnerable little face. For 11 damage. Okay. Uh, Followed by a seven. Seven will not hit. And on the other side, this boar looks at Cosmo and then looks at Solstice and looks up at Solstice and goes, <laughs> Does a 24 hit Solstice? <laughs> they crit too! Wow. 
Okay, so that's going to be nine. Fantastic night. Nine for Solstice. It's not looking good for candle keeping guys. Does a 23 hit Solstice? That'll be nine again. Okay, and that is them. I had a lot less than that scroll. They're, they're, the numbers are the numbers are going down. Start getting up there and levels and then you get extra attacks and you have like eight of them on the field. You're like, um, and that's going to be. I keep wanting to go back to the top of the round after they attack, and it's only halfway through. Um, Percy, Boise, 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 um, Salmon, you're up. Attack with Poipus. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's animal cruelty. Do they have like a porpoise race? <laughs> I'm gonna go homebrew one. Maybe start by your head. Yeah. Um, there is a gap in the. Yes. <laughs> it has a horn attack. <laughs> oh, Don't you have horns? This one does. I was no. thinking of. No. no. <laughs> uh, Let us know in the comments or. <laughs> I'm sorry, it just looked over. I was like, why would I have a horn attack? I was like, oh, he means like the beak, because they like hit you with the beak. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Also, a narwhal's horn is a tooth, so that could still be pike attack. It's, I mean, that's what Soren He's gonna have a horn. Somebody has made it. Um, I'm gonna hit the stuff for. Um, could just be that. What solstice? Um, first tag is a twenty-six. Yes, that will hit. Okay, better. Yeah, for real. Um, five, five damage. So that was against the board. Yes. Okay. And then second so attack now stuffing beginning to pour out of the board as well. All right, let's Yay. do against the board too. That's a fifteen. That'll hit. I oh, want. Wow. The boar's not. Yes. It's 12. The boar is down. Yay! Yay. All the like stuff is gone. Oh, yeah. Um, and then. His head falls off and more stuffing comes out. Five, five, ten, behind the coffin. Um, Cosmo's gonna attack. Uh, so that is a. 20, 30, 20. That'll hit. Okay. Five damage. Oh, and splendid. Yes. And the gate. So wait, screams. hold on. And I will just Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. Just cause. We're going to get there. Just cause. Just the two. And he, uh, Cosmo, like, seeing that it's also made out of metal, like scratches its metal on the ground a little bit, so it's like the gate in return. <laughs> and seeing as you have killed its lover, <laughs> the gate will attack Cosmo. It's the gate's turn? Yeah, that was Percy, and nope, it is Solstice. I was gonna say. I'm like, didn't they get go before? I continually mix up Cody and Percy on my on my tracker. Apologies, y'all. <laughs> All right, I'll just flank the the last get buddy and uh, attack. Try Do a flank train. He's not your buddy, so guy. It's gonna be eighteen and not a hit. <laughs> uh, neither hits. Eighteen, 18 doesn't, doesn't hit. hit. 
18 is not it. Oh, shit. Yeah. Eight's got crazy AC. Uh, well, you're, you're flanking, right? So you rolled both twice? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to lay on hands thing. It's an action. Oh, okay. All right, that's all. All right. Kate. Hmm. Okay. How do... I guess I wouldn't know this answer. Just, I'm torn between one of two spells. Okay. Roll a D. Oh no! Let the dice decide. Okay, so basically, I'm gonna walk over here and flank with Cosmo, and it's the it's the gate, right? Yes, the gate. We are gatekeeping. What do I whisper to it? I'm just gonna lean in, whine at it, and go. I don't care if you met on hinge. I'm gonna open you up to everybody. Ooh. And uh vicious mockery. So it could it fail you know, a wisdom vicious, save. You know, vicious mockery is arranged. You didn't have to get that close. <laughs> no, I learned to flank in case it somehow gets all the way back oh, to it's true. It's true. Cosmo. <laughs> and wisdom save. Zero. This is it a whizzy gate? The gate is like, how oh, fucking dare you know? <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> It's a little holy. Mm-hmm. Pick the gate. Yep. Thanks. Humor's gotcha. a little rusty. <laughs> Please let this combat end. <laughs> this is no one of the best combats ever. God damn it. Uh, three psychic damage. It doesn't seem to take any damage as it. <laughs> what direction the gate's looking? But you get a little. <laughs> we need to take a break. It has- <laughs> we need to take an aftercare break. Oh, it's too soon. So sorry, Kate. Shelter, <laughs> you're up. I don't know if I want to. <laughs> We're going on strike. <laughs> I will make a bite attack at this damn gate. And your lover. I am going to bite the top of its gaitiness, whatever, where I think its head is, and try and shake it, because I couldn't get to the wedding cake. No, it's a correlation. Oh, well, sorry? You have bonus actions, sir? That's fine. No, 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 do your turn. Uh, I'm sorry, Jake. I took all the air out of me, sorry. <laughs> um, Watch our last table, but, I don't know what we're talking about. But that was only three damage. I didn't take 110 away. That was Margar. Uh, You're right. It was Hank. Seeing that nothing happened, I'm just going to sit down and go, well, Cody, I guess you're better at this than I am. What about about your uh, grandpa? Oh, I thought it stayed. So it stays until you use it. Does it have like an ongoing effect and then you use it for an attack? Or is it just the one thing? It's just the one thing. And every time I determine a new tail, it spends my bardic. Oh. Which if we were level six, you would get back on a short rest. Colby doesn't like it. Too bad we have another hag yet. Yeah. Which I think is probably a good thing. Yeah. That's the secret. D&D doesn't like me. I think Jotra's in the middle of an attack. She's okay. It's okay. Sometimes a failure is the most compelling part of the story. And that's a good thing. 
It's character development. We grow some things. At that point, I'd be a I'd be a large size creature. Oh. <laughs> okay, I'm done complaining. Okay. I'm sorry, Jake. I'm going to. I'm going to bite. I'm going to use my bite attack to go after the gate, and I can use my bardic for my attack roll. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Makes no difference. I'm sure. Oh no! Uh, it, you do have advantage. One? It's a one. Okay, so roll that again. Can but I'm, we have to leave the bardic, right? Yeah. Yeah. We already used. <laughs> oh no! Okay, it's a, okay. <laughs> no, so that's sixteen twenty-one to That'll hit. hit. Okay. And then, oh, I I just took no, that was mine. Six piercing damage, and also, is it gone? No, 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 he okay. just hits that enter beam. Like, yes. that's flourish. Nash. Okay, and I also need a con save. Let's, we're going to try it anyway. Uh, 12. Dang it, it was an 11. Never mind then. All right. We're down to Cody. Hopefully I bent it partially at the top. There is a little, like, little uh, ornamentation at the tip of yep. it. Yep. Is, like, the skew, I love it. Time. Yes. I'm mad. I mean, I have an inspiration. I'm gonna risk a sharp shot. Okay. That's money. <laughs> there are so many twenties happening today, and I was gonna complain that it was just you guys, but they did get three. So, um, four. They got so four. the basic damage is gonna be twelve plus six, eighteen plus ten, twenty-eight. Uh, that's the base damage. He's immune to that kind Goodbye. of damage, right? Yes. It's like it You are out of combat, and we will be right back after this. Ooh. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to My Name is Menagerie after the break. We just wanted to take a moment to thank Rockleman for 15 months of subscribing. Ooh. And thanks for popping in this evening, or I suppose early afternoon for you. He's homesick, but it is not the spicy fluid. It's just the normal cold. Okay. okay. Well, we better. hope you feel better. Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, don't get too close. It's like, we don't want to catch that. Yes. Yeah. You know, but we do hope that you feel better very soon. Do you think he has a computer virus? <gasps> it could be. If the stream crashes. We'll know why. Yeah. We'll know the call why. is coming from inside the computer. <laughs> Nonetheless, we still thank him so much for his subscription and review. Though, I will say, Rockman, you're a little late to give us inspiration during the craziest fight we've had Oh yet. my god. <laughs> I, think okay, maybe... I will take it nonetheless. I'm just saying. I'm not going to look a gift horse enough. The first time I ever scared them in this game, maybe? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. We were super scared. Right, guys? Ah! I gotta keep trying. I okay. think the scariest fight was against that um, blue scarf Terrangon, where he was like Disappearing from everybody's sight. And we were yeah. Like, gotta kill him. Gotta kill him. Yeah. yeah. That and then Cade ripped his head off. Hmm. No. I ate his head off. I bit his head off. Oh, I thought, for some reason I thought. No, no, no. Head I sawed his head off because I was the only one who could That's see right. him. So I took a dagger and just cut his head off with a dagger. Ooh. I took the scarf then. It was early days of rough times. Wild, wild witch light. Brooding. Yeah, I don't know why I'm ever surprised by anything this group does after 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 that. Uh, uh, hither. <laughs> yeah. We really found ourselves in hither. So and war crimes. That's <laughs> we have 
regained our footing now in this empty workshop as all of the goblins and apparently the woman that you spoke to have fled. So all the goblins are gone. Yes. Because I heard some of them went like, the table. yeah. Started out while you were fighting. Okay. Okay. I head to the bottom of those stairs where she left to look and observe what is up. She's going to fly um, over here and see if... The stairway seems to lead upward. Um, Cody, in your pocket, head pops out, tugs, and he points at the stove. Okay, I go over to the stove. And he gathers up all of the papers out of your pocket and throws them into the stove. (gasps) I thought you wanted me to make tea. I put the teacup, tea kettle down. (laughs) Just want to make sure these don't get into the wrong hands. What were those? Schematics. Okay, but I mean, like, not the Briganok word, like the, the, the word in common. It looks as is anybody else around Cody at this point? <laughs> yeah, I'm probably wandering around. I probably would be next to Solstice, looking at the stairs. Oh, that's not Solstice, that's Jeltro. Jeltro, Jeltro. He's up the stairs. Um, Jeltro's a spider, though. Yep. I'm still spider. It like tries to, it kind of climbs up onto your shoulder out of your shirt and then calls out into the room. Schematics? Oh, uh, plans. Oh, well, we could have used those. We need a plan to defeat the hag. Not that kind of plan. Torturous, horrendous devices. Oh, they were, they were doodles. <laughs> doodles. Yeah, that's that's the common word. It slides off of your shoulder and back into the coat pocket, disappearing. Little guy. Speaking of, what's our plan now, everybody? Well, that that woman is probably telling the entire place that we're here, so we should probably expect resistance going forward. The staircase that you walked over to leads up. Where does it look like this leads to? Yeah, I'll follow. I will have followed um, Percy down to um, lower. Area. You see here um, what appears to be an elevator shaft. Is this where we came in, Golder? No, no, I came in over here. Over here, yeah. Why is there a tunnel here? That's what we're, That's what we're trying to figure out. <laughs> so Cody, it seems to be an elevator shaft. This, uh, this kind of square here is a platform okay and, and then it leads upwards into a square opening in the ceiling oh, where does it look like stage. this is going stages excuse me a moment um six dingy cells strung with hammocks line both sides of this corridor loud snoring comes from one cell and the noise of a rumbling stomach from another I got crickets. Who's got a rumbling stomach? No, I'm not there. <laughs> I'll There's... go to the mouth of this area and just stand guard. There's like cells back here. <laughs> what is this guy's name? Golmo. Golmo? And introduced himself to you. Head pops up. Hmm? Uh, the people in the cells, should we save them or are they dangerous? Uh, goblins. Okay, well, we like goblins. Yeah. Just not the shadows. Uh, also, do you want to go home, or do you want to stay with us? 
Ooh, whichever is safer. Well, I mean, in my pocket, you're probably as safe as you're going to be. Yes, home, home, uh, home eventually, but home when safe. I promise I will not take you to wherever we go next. You have like free will and stuff. I, I, you are not a slave any longer. You are free. Gormo <laughs> can return to Gormo schematics. Jules. I collected. <laughs> uh, looking into the cell, uh, one it has a goblin that is just dead, the world asleep, still snoring. Um, the other one. Ha is nibbling on her toenails. Oh. All attached? She, she takes her foot out of her mouth. Do you want food? Can I pull in my pack and get my information out? And I scrape it up to you. Takes it and like stuffs it all into the face until the goblin cheeks are just puffed out as far as they can and then starts to chew. Where are you? Huh? Where reciprocity? Reciprocity. You're gonna give me food back? No. Otherwise, I wouldn't need your food. <laughs> so, what are you reciprocating? Uh, well, you gave me food. Huh? So now. Kids provide reciprocity. Okay. Yeah. Okay, who's the one that's sleeping? What? Guys, do we know the names of that goblin girl's parents? Can I make a history? To, how do I, can I make a remember check? Margaret <laughs> totally doesn't remember. We'll call that a history check. Okay. I'm going to walk over to Solstice and help her watch the stairs. Him watch the stairs. And then also... Turn off a little bit of passion. Um, <laughs> I would like to eat nope. some of the crickets. Um, you can give me some HP. I, I have, have four. five left. I'll take them. Nope. Do not remember those names. Could I try as well since I'm there? Hmm? Uh, 13? Mm. Um. Mm. So, you do remember their names, and that it is Specklenose and Zolt. That's right. Do you, do you know all the other goblins here? Most? What about Specklenose and Zolt? <laughs> Being punished upstairs. Oh, they're still alive, at least. Uh, last check, yeah. Okay. Well, I think we're probably gonna kill some more stuff, and then... Wait! Maybe we'll... Yeah? I found a key. Oh. Oh. I hid it under the seat cushion of a throne in one of the prop rooms. But I don't know what it unlocks. Okay, you can have it for the food. Okay, that's 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 fair. And um, you see, wooden masks. They're probably goblins that angered creeping Lynn. 
podcasts. The, the masks. So she turns people into masks? Only if they anger her. Okay, so don't don't hurt the masks. And? Uh-huh. She kind of takes a moment as she's like picking her teeth and then eating whatever she can get out of it to get this the last scraps. There's a belfry. One of the turrets. But creeping then boarded it up. There. Oh, okay. Now um, we're gonna do when we set her free. <laughs> um. Well, I, you should probably stay here, and then once we kill stuff, we'll come back and tell you it's safe. Okay. Okay. Why? She goes to like take her foot back to her mouth, and then realizes that she's not hungry. It stretches out. Nah. I'm gonna drop another ration, like in the doorway. Okay. Uh, but, like surreptitiously. So I don't have to go through the whole process of like reciprocity. <laughs> and then I'll drop can I drop one outside of the other the sleeping one's door too? Sure. Okay. As you come back into the room, Cody's gonna look over. You didn't set the prisoners free? It's better if they stay here, right? And the, there's not like bars on the cells, they're just like their cells is in like small rooms. Oh, okay. No. Confusing sort of phrase. But... Okay, so they weren't, they're not imprisoned. No. No, okay. no you kind of get the sense from seeing the different rooms that this is just where the goblins sleep. Okay, so at the door, at the bottom of the stairs, um, maybe I'd like to go up a little bit in a stealthy way to determine if I can hear anybody nearby or what is on the next floor. Okay. Going up into the staircase, you can hear rustling above, but no speaking as of yet. It seems to be a fairly long staircase. Um, and as you reach the end of it, moving quietly and slowly, let's see what you find. Jeltra's awful and is still downstairs near the elevator shaft. An open Whoa. air amphitheater is carved from the slope of the mountain top. Short, cloaked figures sit on tiered stone benches facing the stage. Enclosing the stage are ten-foot-high stone walls, above which you can see the stormy sky. A team of masked goblins is preparing the stage for a play, while costumed actors huddle in the wings and recite lines. Lightning, lighting is provided by an intricate overhead contraption, upon which several, several more masked goblins are perched. The sounds of chains clanking and gears turning can be heard coming from somewhere under the mountain. Wow. So I come back down and uh, oh, the the theater is amazing. I bet quite a show. I bet they put on quite a show. Too bad we can't enjoy one. I mean, maybe after. Oh yeah, maybe after. <laughs> Celebration will be in order. Yeah. Uh, Jeltra will go back to the group and like nip on. Um, 
arcade. <laughs> With her poisonous fangs? <laughs> like very lightly, just like, <laughs> come here. And I'll pull pull you towards the elevator this way. I will follow you. Okay. And then I'll tap tap you guys with yeah. my hairy legs. Follow you into the dark. What, Jeldra? Oh, there's an elevator shaft over here. I think I it's something. Would I know what Jeldra, an elevator is? I can't is? understand you. I already <laughs> can't speak with animals today. Um, <laughs> so I'll bring you guys here. And then can I look up and see, is there any light filtering through, anything filtering through where the shaft would go? Is it, would it go up or down? Uh, it is... seems from where the position is right now that it would go up. Okay. So then I will you... tilt my head up. And... I will. You climb up? I can climb the wall. <laughs> yeah, so I'll get up onto the ceiling and see if I can get a better look. Okay. If there's anything. A piece. A piece. I'll lower my thorax or my abdomen down, and grab my legs, and then bring them back up to the ceiling. I don't know. Creeping up to where this opening is, you can see where the platform would become embedded in the stone floor, leading to a corridor with a corner on one end and a staircase on the other. The walls have iron levers fixed into them. Okay, so I will try and, I mean, this might need a dexterity check from somebody, um, but to help lever Cade into that so he can see better. You're on her back, so I think you can do it without the check. Okay. Okay. A cornidor. A what? Oh, a cornidor. It's a corridor in a corner. Cornidor. Okay. All right, so I guess essentially we're already up there. I didn't know they had a word for that. That's cool. Like poking your heads through. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I turned to Golem. I turned to Golem. See, we both learned new words today. <laughs> <laughs> he like reaches up and closes the pocket flap. <laughs> You and you can don't want to feel <laughs> You can feel him moving around inside, and when you check it, he's like sketching on a little piece of paper that's more his size. <laughs> he it. somehow has a whole desk set up okay. now. Right. Okay, so this is like an elevator that's just. And the big. platform for the elevator is in the basement level with you guys, okay. so we could take it potentially up Correct. to there. Especially so, now that they're up there with the levers. Right. So I could be, I, I imagine that Deltra is like at the edge of it and we're kind of peeking through to see what's up there, but we haven't necessarily committed to being up top. Okay. So I'll kind of tap up here or then point one of my hind legs down there. Uh, do you want us to come up? I think that's what she's saying. Yes. So our choices are go up to the stage which you guys haven't seen yet. It is actually worth looking at. Um, or or just take the elevator. Is that is that the plan, Percy? Do you want to fly up there and take a look, maybe, so you can make an informed decision? We're just going to take the elevator up, right? Okay. So are you getting out into the corridor then? Uh, yeah, we're probably going to have to. Yeah, so we'll move off to the east, I guess. 
And what are you doing? Hit the lever, Cade! There's a lever right there. I, <laughs> I hit the turn and I hit it with my hind rabbit leg. Bonk. The platform drops out from beneath all of you. Oh. You <laughs> <laughs> nice and slowly you hear cogs turning somewhere above you in the dark recesses of the ceiling as it comes to rest. I would like to play Should we have searched entrance that music. Probably. Yeah, we should probably rest. I would like to play entrance music as they come up. Well, can we say that while well, while we were like looking around that storage room, we could have gotten a short rest in? Because I know you just got hit decks already. Um You I mean You could say no. So you can go back down. It won't have happened yet. If you want to go back down and take a short rest, you can. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. I can, I can put him back. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> All right. So you are now in a corridor with a corner on one side and stairs on the other. Let's go explore around the corner first. I mean, the hag is usually the higher up. Who's gone? I would. Um, can I do... I don't know. So Hunter's Mark says I have an advantage on perception and survival checks for my quarry. Can I like do a check to see if I know yeah. where she is? Sure. So a different way to the stage, it looks like. Oh, okay. <laughs> well. 24? Um, she's definitely in the theater. Like over here? Yeah, in, in like this area. So we should go this way? Okay. Well, I don't know if we should go that way because there's a bunch of goblins and everything over there too. Mm, no. But the I'm one a spider, who, so I the can't. The one who rejected Solstice is over there. I need to, I need to kill her. And Solstice, you saw when you came up those stairs that the audience was full of at least 25 hooded figures. Oh, jeez. I would have said that to them. I don't. I don't know. I think we should try and. Yeah, those figures are going to be on the right side. Maybe we can convince them otherwise. Like up on the stage. Why don't we just go out and do a show? We're all showmen, barring our new members. You're right. We could potentially revolutionize the crowd <laughs> with our charm. That? I mean, how tough could they be? They're sitting in a stand waiting for some hang to put on a show. They're probably just normal people. <clears throat> well, I'm in. <laughs> All right, Kate, go out and announce us. All right, just uh, like how we used to do. Yeah, I'll do. I'll do the knife throwing thing, and then Solstice catches the knives. We'll do that whole. Excellent. We haven't done this in a while. <laughs> is there an actual performance like about to happen? Uh, it's clear from what you've kind of heard and like the little like trickles of dialogue coming through, the audience is silent. Um, the actors are giving lines. Um, can I have uh, Jake, can you roll a DA for me? Mm -hmm. Two. This appears to be um, from the snippets of dialogue, and you've heard like discussion happening between uh, the lament of the suckling boar. 
a rehearsal that you've walked into. The actors alternate between delivering lines to the audience and then stopping and taking notes from each other and giving each other. There's a goblin in a very ornate outfit with a staff. It's kind of walking back and forth and say, oh, no, she won't like that, she won't like that, she won't Directing. like that. So they look I like try, they're doing try this. a rehearsal. Yes. So the people in the stands probably aren't real. Where are the Mirror people? Where are the actors? The actors are over here. Okay. Oh, well, we can't see that part of them. Ah. Ah. That's what I said. Stop copying me. There we go. <laughs> they continually walk forward into this main area here that appears to be the primary stage and then back behind uh, a drop. Can I go up to the very edge of the corridor and try to just peer out and get and get a true showman's perception of the audience? Is the crowd going to be electric and like real, or is it purely just rehearsal? Roll a bar check. Uh, <laughs> roll a uh, perception or an insight. This is your case. Of Mm. Yeah. No, so this came up. 13. Oh. Every single member of the audience, all 25 sitting quietly staring forward, are darklings. Darklings. We fought one of those in Hither, but did we know it was a darkling? Or is that meta? Uh, you also interacted with the darkling at the carnival. Okay, we did. Cool. One of the thieves. I'm gonna turn and tell everyone, well, the 25-ish people out there in hoods are darklings. I don't think we have an electric car tonight. I think rather cold crowd. Maybe switch the lie up and say you're here as a guest director? Like you just got kidnapped by the hag or whatever? Um, roll... Mm. A straight D20 plus, I'll give you charisma for this one. Okay. And proficiency. Okay. While he's doing that, Malcolm would like you to know that you're evil for some reason. I am. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, 14. 7 plus 7. As you're having this discussion, you feel like a rustle in your coat and reaching a hand in. You have an invitation. I'm gonna. Was it there before? It was provided to you by the puppet show. Yeah, we do have an invitation. Oh, that's right. Or tickets or invitations. Yeah, one no strings attached meeting. That's right, a ticket, and it's on my by Emotus something. Uh, what does the fine fine print say? Good for only one redemption. Uh, no free food or drink. Mm -hmm. It yes, actually it says yeah, single entry, mm -hmm. no plus one, no food or drink. Mm -hmm. Please tip your waiters. Mm -hmm. That's awful nice of the hag to let us tip the waiters. <laughs> I mean, from what you know of hags, all the tips come back. It's pool tips, and then she that just keeps. She just takes mm -hmm. it off. <laughs> Shall we, instead of trying to charade around, just take it? 
Can I peek my head out just uh, with my hunter's mark see if I can't percept where she is? The the um Spelta or whatever? Skyla, who you were Skyla. Skyla, sorry. Um if you're so you're coming forward with him as well. Yeah, I just okay. want to peek out and look because I have Go advantage ahead. on perception and survival. Okay. While he's doing that, I will go to the staircase and just make sure that nothing's going to sneak up on us that way. <clears throat> I'll stand with you there. Uh, 16? You see that all the way towards the center of the audience, one of the hooded figures is taller than the others. Skyless. I'm not there. Skyless. She, she's, she's not there, either. Skyless. You and Kane. Kane. She came up the stairs and she came oh, She's right there. I like point her out. Oh. Well, we have tickets. She can't get mad at us. She already tried to kill us. Why could she suddenly not get mad? Before she knew we had tickets. And then I'm just going to walk out holding oh, my ticket. Oh, okay. And then, then Cody has a moment where he goes, that's why everyone's making that face. You guys all think I don't make any sense. <laughs> As Cade steps forward Kate, and no. every body in the audience turns to face your entry. As I like it to be. The actors on stage all stop. Clearly human, looking very confused at the entry of this Herngon. And the goblin in his ornate Master of Ceremonies robes turns and says, Can I help you? Apologies. Uh, am I late? You have an audience. I do. Oh, we've been expecting you. Please come, come. Happy. The pleasure's all mine, and I'll step forward. The pleasure's all mine. So stays, I wait, I wait like back. a half beat to see if they immediately kill him before I step out. <laughs> Up above, looking down onto the staged area, you see a curtained balcony, and you see a black shrouded figure. And upon your entry and announcement, it exits. And that's where we're on tonight. Oh, Thank you all so much for joining us for another episode of Mighty Miss Menagerie Plays Wild Beyond the Witchlight. We will be back shortly. Um, or if you're watching this on YouTube or listening to it on the podcast, uh, you just hit next. Uh, hopefully it'll be the next episode up already. Uh, with Candlekeep Mysteries, not Margaret this not time, me. Hank, um, for the rhyming one. The Curious Tale of Serial Bell. Thank you. This is going to be a running theme that I cannot remember the name of anything ever. Um, so apologies to all. But some names you do remember are. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to get good at segues. That was you are. My my immediate thought was like speckle nose insult. <laughs> are they patrons? <laughs> they that was are a fantastic now. transition. I appreciate it. <laughs> Sparky, Dossie, Daniel, Rio's mom, Alistair, Sean, Rockleman, Death's Grasp, Eric Fox, Meepo, Dream Lover, and Duke Relland. And we wish Rockleman to get well very soon. Yes. Um, so thank you all for watching us this evening. Thank you so much to the patrons for their support. If there's anything that you would like to see, please let us know. Uh, Margaret was much better at this than I am, so I'm going to try to remember to do it. Do all the 
YouTube things and podcast things. Leave a comment, like, subscribe, all that fun sauce. Uh, and if you don't want to do that, you know, hit us up on Discord or whatever, and we'll be having to listen to your uh, your compliments or complaints there. Yeah. And uh, with that, I just want to say one more thing. Uh, we just want to say one more thing. I mean, this is kind of like mushy, but like I was just sitting around. I was like on the Discord chatting with a couple of people on our Discord and stuff, and. I just want to say thank you because there's there's a few people who have been such great supporters and have become such great friends Aww. of ours and like I just don't know if we acknowledge that enough you know what I mean like we do the patron thing but like you know like I've made some good friends doing this you know and I know we're not famous or anything but it just means a lot and I really appreciate you guys you know who you are um, well, and it's been a blast having folks that, you know, we've like talked to on Twitter, seen in the Discord, seen in comments, um, like participate in the blood dance and everything and getting to interact with them and see their play styles. And it, yes. it's it's a blast to just kind of see. I think that's one of the most fun things about D&D is how it brings people together mm -hmm. in very strange situations. So it's been, yeah, it's been great meeting everybody. Even though even, every single great. one of our fans gives me crap all the time. But I, it's okay. <laughs> everybody does. <laughs> that's, that's the dynamic. Well, our, our like newest uh, Tell our newest other this is like uh, like Rio making fun of Rangers and like I play a ranger I'm allowed to make fun of them <laughs> these are my people <laughs> but anyway I just want to say that because like just the other day I was just sitting around like like on my computer chatting with people and I was just like this has been I would have never met these people you know what okay. I mean and then like yeah so. sorry I was feeling mushy I'm sorry. I love it no I love it. Thank, you. thank you for bringing that up we really appreciate you guys and um with that leaving you on the warmest note of our hearts. <laughs> we will come up with a tagline. Eventually. Yeah, eventually. Never. Goodness, sir. Mm -hmm.